Welcome to Taking Over the World with John Grow. I'm your host, John Grow, and today is the first full episode, the 50,000-foot view. And for those outside the U.S., that's about 15 kilometers. So I'd like to quickly mention a couple of things before we dive into today's podcast. First, you can get additional information at johngrow.com, including links to my blog and additional resources that I'll be putting up. Second, you're welcome to like our Facebook page at Taking Over the World with John Grow on Facebook. So let's start this podcast out with the following question. What if you really can change the world? To put it another way, what if it's actually possible in a single generation to completely change this planet? And what I mean by that is change the atmosphere so that wars, poverty, fear, exploitation, and all the negative junk is largely a thing of the past. What if that's actually possible? Would you choose not to attempt it? Are you happy with how things presently are? The whole point of this podcast is to challenge and give you the tools and mental framework necessary to attempt the impossible. If you want a challenge that is so over the top as to be laughable by the cynics and unbelievers and those who currently benefit from the chaos and disorder, then consider this the biggest challenge you've ever received. We're going to explore three things, three key areas that you'll need to unlock your potential. And trust me, successfully attempting the impossible will utilize all three keys. So what are they? They are identity, capability, and destiny. So what's identity? Identity is who you really are. Not who you think you are or who you see when you look in the mirror, but your true self, the real you, who you were created to be. And there's only one source for getting to the truth about who you really are, and that's God. This podcast is coming from a Judeo-Christian worldview. You don't have to believe in or subscribe to the same worldview to benefit from what I'm telling you. But there are two identities that you do need to get clear on before attempting to change the world, your identity and God's identity. Let me give you a brief example. If you've been told that you're special and unique and one of a kind, but inside you're feeling kind of the opposite, like a fraud who doesn't want to get found out but goes along with everyone hoping that no one will eventually uncover the truth about you. That's a bad place to be. Or consider someone who's really been told that they're no good and worthless and will never achieve anything significant. That's also not a good place to live. The truth is that God puts so much confidence and expectation on you that it's astonishing. Consider just a few points. You have been made in God's own image and likeness. That fact alone ought to raise the head of the most dejected person in the world. You have been made in God's likeness, and he loves you and all of us so much that he literally sent his son to come die for humanity, which includes you, to set us free and give us, well, freedom and destiny and more. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. 
Whether you know this or not, God has given you a job, and it is taking over the world, but not in a military conquest sort of way, but using something that is much more powerful. We'll come to that soon. For those willing to embrace their God-given identity, God's made us to be kings and priests, which means that your ultimate real identity is as royalty. And it's a double role as both a king or queen and priest or priestess in that you have both authority and power to accomplish the impossible. We'll go much more into this. But there's also God's identity, because if I say that we're made in God's image, then what's God's image? What's God like? Is God good or is God bad? Is God all-powerful, all-knowing? What's God really like? Is there a way to know? And there is. But here's a really hard question. If God is totally good, and I'll be presenting a case that God is all good, and God is also all-powerful, then what's evil doing in the world? How can we possibly reconcile the goodness of God with the presence of evil if God is indeed all-powerful? Yet this cuts directly at the heart of our own identity. Because if God is somehow allowing evil to exist, then what kind of chance do I have to transform the world at all? If God is somehow keeping evil here for mysterious reasons that we can't fully comprehend, then what business do we have in trying to transform the planet for the better? The challenges that we have, especially for those coming from a well-defined theistic perspective, is to sort through some of the hugely contradicting images of God. This is precisely why we must get God's own identity clear. Because if God is the author of evil, whether directly or indirectly, then we will never be successful in changing things. But if God is not the author of evil, and I will present reasons why I believe this is absolutely the case, that God isn't causing evil at all, then we are free to come against the forces of darkness that seek to mire this planet in chaos and grief. I'll have much more to say about this, but for now, the second key is capability. That's essentially saying the stuff you've been given, whether resources, talents, or abilities. We are made in God's image and likeness, but you've also been given authority, power, and a mission. Yet just as any gift is worthless if it's not received, unless you know how to accept the authority and use the power that God's given to you, the mission will ultimately fail. Accepting the mission, which is taking over the world, by the way, and I'll get into much more detail about this in a subsequent podcast, even if you embrace the goal, if you don't have the power or carry the authority to do it, you are going to have trouble. Unlike image and likeness, which you already have, the authority, power, and mission have to be activated, which is to say they're not automatically present in your life. So one of the things we'll be looking at is how exactly do you get the authority and power that God has made available to you? How do you receive it or take it or make it active in your life? And I say that with a slight disclaimer 
because, in fact, everyone carries a degree of all three at all times. But I'm talking about a complete transformation in power setting, essentially going from a 4-watt nightlight to a 400-watt spotlight. You can simply light up a lot more if you have a powerful spotlight at your disposal rather than a tiny nightlight. The third key is destiny. And this is where it begins to get really exciting. What if it's your destiny to revolutionize this planet? To be an agent of change that sees in your own lifetime all wars cease? famine disappear, hopelessness replaced with joy and the expectation of good, and people everywhere learning how to live together in peace and with possibility and every imaginable good thing. To take an example from the book of Genesis, what if the Garden of Eden was never entirely lost, but simply put on hold? What if we could reawaken it in today's context and see the entire earth become a garden. The reason that destiny is so cool is because it's going to happen. Whether you realize it or not, one day this earth is going to be the awesome place it was meant to become. It's destiny. Some of this has started already, and I'll be getting way ahead of myself and trying to cover it all now, but the mission, the job, that God has given you to transform this planet is something that will succeed. And so when you put on the cape, the the mantle of authority and power that have been made available to you, your chance of success is actually 100%. What I'm challenging you to now is to help turn up the wattage If enough people get focused and directed to see the entire earth be transformed in a single generation, it can happen. Except for a handful of very old people, those who were born at the turn of the century in 1900 have all died. They are gone. Their generation has died out. If a generation lasts 30 to 40 years, and individuals typically live through three generations, Theirs has long expired. But the children that were born then and came into the world had no expectations, no plans, no agendas. They were simply taught about what to expect from life and living and other people. Their expectations were set by their parents and teachers, others who had been living before them. And they in turn set the expectations for their own children and grandchildren. And what I'm saying is that the idea that the world can't change is wrong. We've been taught that, sometimes through experience, but often by mirroring the expectations of others to accept a level of society that we don't need to keep repeating. There's an old adage, one definition of insanity is to keep doing the same things over and over while expecting different results. As long as we earthlings expect things to stay the same, they will. But as soon as we begin to expect things to start changing, they will. And the best part, the destiny part, 
is that God is 100% behind the idea of changing for the better. Listen to this. For you shall go out with joy and be let out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree, and instead of the briar shall come up the myrtle tree, and it shall be to the Lord for a name for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off. That comes from Isaiah 55, and it sounds like something we need to be bringing how can we bring it? That's the point of this podcast. To prepare and equip you to come into the destiny of your lifetime, to actually live and see this earth become a delight. The reason I mentioned generations just now is because of an interesting characteristic. People can completely change from one generation to the next. I'll go into this more another time, but you don't need to accept the assumptions and expectations passed to you when you were born. You can choose to change them. You can choose to change this world. Begin to move into your destiny by learning to walk in your true identity, to put on and wear your capability, and live to witness the destiny that God has already put into motion. If it were easy, our parents would have already done it. But without taking the authority and power, it's not just difficult, it's impossible. But all things are possible with God. And when you begin to walk in the power and authority that you've been given, this planet will begin to change before your very eyes. So, next time we will look into the question, how did we even get here in the first place? What happened? I'm John Grow. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast or it's challenged you, you can share it with friends and try and help spread the word. Together, we can take over the world. Visit johngrow.com for more resources and feel free to like our Facebook page at Taking Over the World with John Grow. God bless you.